What's up? What's up, quarantine mates? And now we have to worry about what? Murderous hornets? Man, world's gone crazy. It's Cooper. It's the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Fantastic conversation with my friend, my brother from another, Mr. Adrian Patrick of Otherwise. We'll get to that. It's episode number 55 of the podcast. Stand by for that. But first, huge thanks out to Midwest Meals. Still open, still delivering those fantastic meals every single week nationwide. So no matter where you are listening to this podcast, we've had a lot of new listeners join up, following the live stream on Twitch, uh, watching the YouTube uh, live videos that we're putting out. So wherever you are in the country, if you're trying to get your health on point, trying to get your meals on point, maybe save some time and clean up because you got other shit going on right now. Midwestmeals.com, 13 rotating healthy meals for you to pick and choose and customize. They also have the cravings crushers for this month. The red velvet cake is delicious and just what you need to get through those uh, afternoon cravings or well, really whenever you have cravings. Mine are weirdly like late at night. I'm like, I really need something. Cravings crushers to the rescue. Thank God for them. Uh, so you go there at MidwestMeals.com and you put in your order for the week, get it in by Friday. They ship out nationwide on Monday. And at checkout, if you use the promo code COOPER, you get 10% off your first order. It's that simple. MidwestMeals.com. Hashtag MidwestFitFam. My brothers and sisters over at Violent Gentleman Hockey Club enforcing that social distancing, that uh, that line of clothing and uh and swag that they have out right now is just badass. It's just so cool. And they're really trying to fill that that void in your life. If you're a huge hockey fan and you're just missing out, but you, maybe you want to rock some new gear, something that really profoundly expresses your attitude as a, as a diehard hockey fan. They have individual team stuff that's really cool and customized. And they have everything from the hoodies to the hats to the socks. They have a ladies line, hoodies. I mean, they got it all. ViolentGentleman.com. By the way, if you're heading over there, uh, promo code is Cooperville15 at checkout. You get 15% off your first order at ViolentGentleman.com. Violent Gentleman Hockey Club, proud sponsors of the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Also proud to be on board, Monster Energy, the Ultra Zero line. Rain Body Fuel has pretty much become my pre-workout before every time I work out. If you follow me on Instagram, my personal page, at No Limit Cooper Official, uh, that has been the juice that gets me up in the morning to uh, to rock out during quarantine and, and try to maintain some sort of routine. But the days get long. You know, I'm also teaching a 10-year-old homeschooling crap during the course of the day and, and putting him through FIED. We're out flipping tires in the backyard. Then we're rocking this whole uh, this live Twitch sessions. Most of those are occurring in the evening. So the days get long, the nights get short, but uh, Monster Energy, Rain Body Fuel, getting the gas in the tank to get me through. Uh, and definitely check out their new thermogenic line. My favorite is, is Jalapeno Strawberry by a long shot. That is, that's my jam. Like two things you wouldn't think, like ooh, jalapenos and strawberries together. It's freaking magical, I'll tell you that. Hashtag Monster Podcast. And it is time for my fantastic conversation with my longtime friend. Uh, ma'am, dude's been through a lot. Him and I have conversed uh, during some of those those times. And, and through the good times and the hard times, uh, we've always stood by one another. So I'm a huge fan of this human being as uh, one of the most genuine people in the industry, the music industry that I've ever uh, had the pleasure of encountering and continuing our friendship to this day. His name is Adrian Patrick. He is from the band Otherwise. He is episode 55 on the podcast that starts right now. Welcome to Cooperville. The Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Subscribe, get updates, feel better about your life. Welcome to Cooperville.com. Welcome to Cooperville. Make sure you use a coaster. 
my dude, Adrian Patrick. Reun- Oops, what's up, dude? We reunited at last. It's been a minute, homie. I mean, in person at least. Yeah. I mean, is this in person? Is this the new? Is this the the new reality, bro? Yeah. This is uh, this is how we will uh, now be together. There will be no more face to face. We will, we will be together. <laughs> the moments will arise. We will fight the demons. Oh, it's a, it's arising now. Bro. <laughs> like I've seen your face. Man. Well, it's it's the beard, man. Let's not let's not let's not sugarcoat it, man. The beard is epic, bro. I don't want like I, I really I really want to sugarcoat your beard, bro. <laughs> but like that is an epic beard, man. Well, you know, like, I making me look bad over here, dude. I'm using, I'm doing the just for men thing, bro. You're making me look bad over here. No, 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 dude. See, I, I started a beard company, so I have to have a you know I have to grow a beard. You know, I got beard oils and shit to sell, so I'm like, you know, where's my sample? It's in the mail. It's coming your way. It's in the mail. Well, you sound like Jack Burton, bro. Big trouble, <laughs> little China right now. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. Oh uh, man, big trouble, little China man. That I, uh, I missed that. I need to go watch that now. I mean, even though I'm all like, dude, I haven't seen here's that. Here's my thing, bro. That's it's one of the greatest movies ever fucking made, right? Like it's like it's it's like classic '80s cheese, but it's literally like you brought a comic book to life. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's, there's crazy action. There's like horror aspects. There's a romance, you know, there's all, of course, there's the, uh, you know, the, 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 the knight in shining armor. But when I heard about like, like, uh, the rock was gonna, um, maybe remake it. You remember that? You heard this? Couple I, years I remember ago? the, I remember the rumors coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was thinking that would be awesome, but it would be, it would be totally epic if, they spun it and said, okay, The Rock was like Jack Burton's son. Jack Burton, <laughs> you know, in all of his travels, in all of his, his adventures, like he had an, an illegitimate son with like, let's say like uh, like the dragon lady from yeah. fucking The Golden Child. You remember The Golden Child? Oh, God. Laser beams right? out of the eyeballs. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So if like if Jack Burton were to have a kid with like let's say like you know kind of like uh, like uh, 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 what's his name uh, Quill Star Lord from uh, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy if he were, if if Jack Burton's son was like half human but also half you know like the, then the Rock could easily come in and play Jack Burton's son but we could still have Kurt Russell. He's got to make Jack Burton. Yeah, he's got to have. He's got to at least have a cameo in this. I mean, there there can't be. Here's the thing that would that would ruin that movie is, is they're going to try to make it like 2021 or whatever. Say it comes out next year, and if they make it, they're going to try to make it like right. not cheesy. You know, it's going to be like this epic. You know, CGI fucking things are going to be you know really well put together. The lasers will actually right. look at they're coming out of the eyes and not like there's some weird like. Aura, you know, some kid was coloring, and they're like, "Do purple, do purple lasers out of the eyeballs, man! Do do fucking purple." They're gonna make it all like way too, way too good for for what it was, man. I mean, I think it'd be dope, man. Like, I'm glad we kicked off this conversation with this topic. Like, I feel like it, you know, apply his his wherewithal and his billions, like, like, like 
you know, do the franchise. There's not even a franchise. It's a standalone movie. Like, yeah. make it a true franchise. Like, make it, you know, like you like embrace cultures. You know, like like be Jack Burton's son. Don't try to be Jack Burton because Kurt Russell is still alive, <laughs> and that dude, you know, he's gonna kick. You know, we're all gonna kick the bucket at some point, right? So, like, like why not utilize him? There's a whole comic book line. Um, it's called um, uh, it's called Old Man Jack. And it's really, really exciting. It's really interesting. Like it takes off like right at the end of Big Trouble Little China. Mm-hmm. The, the, the comic book takes off from there. And I mean, if they fuck, man, if they if they like, the, the, you know, The Rock has like all the creative powers in the world to do what he wants. Right. Like, I would like be smart about it and incorporate cultures and, 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 and timelines and, 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 and you know, like just tradition, bro. Big Big Trouble in Little China is not a movie that needs to be remade. Do not remake that movie. No, you will, leave right? it alone. Don't don't try to make it. It it, it stands alone by itself uh, as one of the great. Yeah. I, I think you know Kurt Russell. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of him and like Joe Elliott of Def Leppard. I mean, those are the guys that rocked the white cut off sleeve T shirt. I mean, that's that's what made that a thing. You know, just yeah, we don't need I these mean, damn sleeves. Yeah, you can't do that, bro. I can't even like when I when I rock a, a cut off sleeve t shirt, it's got to be black. I can't even pull off the white. I know. You know what I'm saying so. The standard has been set. We can't. Uh, we can't. You can't improve I, on perfection. I, I can never make that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was that was that was probably the most amazing way that uh, that I've ever started a conversation is with talking about <laughs> Big Trouble, Little China, man. That's that's. Oh fuck! I'm glad I'm glad we just did it off the cuff like that. That was great, dude. That's what this whole thing is about. It's about being off the cuff. I do have to. So we have a. Uh, uh, Somebody from Arizona here. They figured out how to get on Twitch. So, so welcome. Uh, is it Pandas t- Pandas Tubs? Pandas Tubs, nineteen eighty four, is here. Uh, Jody. Pan- Pandas Tubs. Pandas Tubs. Pandas Tubs. I don't see the names. Who yeah, I I, I see like, them over here. So I, I'll I'll read up the question. Uh, Chris is here yeah. from uh, from Grafton, Wisconsin. Uh, Johnny Wisconsin. Pearl. Myrtle Beach, Isn't South that where Carolina. You are, bro? Yeah. Myrtle Beach. I love Myrtle Beach, man. I've had a really, I've had a lot of really, really good fucking times in Myrtle Beach, man. That was like I'm born and raised in Vegas. Uh, I my first like real like trip after I got out of high school was uh, was to Myrtle Beach, and it will forever live in infamy as one of the best so, places. So I've you been. went. So you went from Wisconsin to Myrtle Beach for your, for your high school trip. Yeah. Wow. Post high school nice. grad. It was a, we actually I, went, I, I, we went down there for, uh, my cousin graduated from the Navy. Uh, so we had his Naval graduation party down there, but we went for a yeah. week and that was a day and the rest of it, it was, they're still like Polaroids, man. That shit still exists somewhere. Texas, <laughs> Texas is here. Nebraska. Mama Joe bug. Oh, it's mama Joe. Yeah. Mama Joe. Joe. Kentucky in the house. Man, they're, we're going global, dude. Everybody's here to see your pretty face. Global, bro. Global. global. Well, so far we're we just. I, Azerbaijanistan, bro. <laughs> that's the next. That's where we gotta go next. Uh, Putin's here. What the fuck? No, that shit just got weird. <laughs> so, uh, Adrian, Patrick, and I, we go back. Man, I can't even fucking remember what year it was. Uh, it, has it been eight, seven, eight years? Hasn't it? I mean, when? Oh, at least, man. I mean, yeah. the first time I met you was the first time we played Rockfest. Rockfest, yeah. Rockfest. Yep. Where that's an is that Oshkosh or was that? That's Kadat. 
Oh, Kadat. Okay, yep. yeah. And you guys, you and your and your beautiful girl, your beautiful wife Barb, were you guys were like hosting the bar. <laughs> Remember that? That's like. Well, am I, am I crazy? Am I crazy? Well, I, we weren't hosting the bar. Here's here's uh, here's how it went down. Not went down, but so we were there. Alexa, volume two. We were in the booth, uh, hanging out, and we had uh, I think at one point caught up with you guys uh, before the show. I think we, I did the interview uh, with you, and then we were out in the uh, in the audience. We were out in our seats watching your show, and there was a song. I can't remember. It, it it was about like it was about a hooker or a stripper or just somebody with with large breasts. Vegas, Vegas girl. Vegas Let's, girl. Yeah, Vegas girl. Yeah, and like and and Barb fit that description, and you like pointed at her. And she was like, yeah, this is awesome. And like the song went on and she was like, huh. I'm like, he doesn't know you. Like, it's cool. Like, and then we ended up like connecting later on. Like you guys had, had, had found some, some found some booze and we had found some booze and we ended up in the booth. My bad, bro. No, dude, at this point, it's all good, bro. At this point, it's all good. You know? Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> well, well, uh... But no, so we ended up like, like, you and Ryan and I and Barb and like a couple more of our staff just ended up like somehow we didn't have like any, we had some booze in the booth, but like miraculously like booze just kept on showing up. I don't know. And then it got like, it didn't get progressively better. Like the booze didn't get better. It got really progressively worse. It was yeah. like, what is this yeah, we're drinking? That, 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 like, I don't even care. I don't even care. Yeah. I don't care. It just, it's, it's got, it's got alcohol in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to, we were like drinking um, brandy straight. That it was bad. Was that okay? That rock fest is the one like where they're that big giant campground, right? You just yeah. walk out in the campground, yeah. There's like 6,000 uh, campsites, yeah, yeah, dude. And like all the fucking that people like actually set up their own stages and shit out there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, man, fuck, man. We did that twice or two or three times, I think. But the yeah, the first time is I met, when I met you, man. Um, and you guys just, man, you guys just like. We had a great time. We kicked off <laughs> and you got us, you got us. We had so much fun, dude. Like, yeah. you know, uh, like the whole thing about like, you know, yeah, you got us fucked up, bro. It's awesome. It's rock and roll. Yeah. It's fucking rock and roll. That is, that is rock and roll. But at the same right. time, if you can get fucked up with somebody and at the end of the night and even the next day still be like connected to that person, right? Which you, you and I have stayed connected, mm-hmm. you know, like that is, that's a thing. You know what I mean? Cause how many, how many people do we get in our lifetimes fucked up with, you know, and yeah. and, and never see them again, you know? Yeah. You so get, when you maintain uh, the connection, that's that's it's awesome. Yeah, you get that one like one evening, one night, one like, oh my god, that was crazy, that was wild, and and then you have the stories, but you never have like the the hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna text Adrian and be like, dude. Dude, what's up? You know, just like sporadically out of nowhere. Dude, I'm coming to Vegas. Dude, I'm coming to to Vegas. Oh wait, they shut the world down. Never mind, not coming anywhere. Yeah. Well, but, when they open it back up, which they will soon, as we 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 shall storm the capital if we have to. Yeah, it's but, yeah. Shit's getting wild, dude. I mean, no. you're you're not in Vegas right now. You're what? You're in New York, so you're like, what's the what's the yeah. vibe there, man? I mean, it's it's weird as shit here. I mean, we're you've been. I think that's the thing is like if you've been to Wisconsin, you know, like we're we're all like close knit and we're like, Hey, like we don't like proximity doesn't matter to us. We'll be close to people. We'll, we'll hug. We embrace. We're all, you know, I don't want to say good old boy, but there's some of that going on here too. But it's weird for us to like be in a a situation where you go to a store and you're like 
you're actively seeing people back away from you. And I'm like, is it the beard? Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be offended. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, 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 it's tricky, dude. You know, I feel like if you have an opinion um, that doesn't necessarily line up with the, um, the culture that's being portrayed on the, um, the mainstream media. Mm. And not that I'm like some kind of fucking conspiracy theorist, you know right. what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I understand that this virus spreads faster than SARS and spreads faster than, than, than the flu. But at the, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, it's still, it's still, it's still something that we need to try to develop an immunity to do. Yeah. And, and clearly, like shutting everything down is, I mean, I guess it, it, it's it's working in a sense mm -hmm. to, to to flatten the curve, quote unquote. But I mean, if you look at like I know I know Sweden is like one. I mean, we're we're, we're what a, a nation of three hundred million, and Sweden is like my two million, I think, or mm -hmm. maybe you know they're a fraction of what we are. Not, yeah. um, but they're still. You know, there's still some science behind what they've done. You know, they they mm -hmm. they 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 didn't completely shut everything down. They just they they implemented the same, you know, abundance of caution, but they remained open. Yeah, like that. I I feel like I don't know, man. It's weird, dude. Yeah, I could write a whole nother album about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you got time, man. You know, it's like fucking sit down and and write and be creative and stuff. But no, it's it's a weird. <sighs> You don't know how to feel about it. It's, uh, I think, watching the news is detrimental to people's health and 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 their men their mental capacity because you're living in a world where literally you wake up one day and the rules change. You go to bed, you wake up the next day, the rules change again. Yeah, and yeah. you know when you have uh, you have seen, I think Sweden is a good example. Like, okay, this works if you're just you you make people take certain precautions. Okay. It feels like uh, yeah. we're like, we're the kids that are not responsible enough to follow the direction. Like, Hey, like, don't be so close to people for a bit. Like stand back, keep grandma at home for a minute, you know, and we'll all develop right. the immunity to it. You know, you may feel a little sick, but you'll get over it and everybody can get back to work. I mean, I, as a small business owner myself, you know, it's, uh, uh, like I, I stopped giving a fuck. I'm like, okay, well, I guess if I get sick, I get sick, but I need to figure out a way to provide for, you know, a 10 year old who is, you know, doesn't under loves He's 10 the, now, look, 10 years old. Like I've kept something alive for 10 years. It's amazing. You should get like an award for that motherfucker. Motherfucking championship belt, dude. <laughs> telling you, I'm going to wear that shit everywhere I go. Uh, I got, I got a five year old, a three year old, man. So I, I feel you on that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, like, it's like, dude, just wash your fucking hands. Like, just wash <laughs> right? your hands. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go hug grandma, take your hoodie off, wash your hands, and then go hug grandma. Mm -hmm. And then when you leave, you know, I, I like the whole thing with the like they're they're ordering you to wear masks, and mm -hmm. like it's like, dude, what? I don't know, man. There's just I, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but by, by by any means. Mm -hmm. But when you look at some of the the, da the data, like it's kind of like that's weird. The, yeah. the coincidence is kind of weird with the timing and like 
where it came from and like whose government wasn't getting along with our current government. And like, it's just kind of, it's a little weird, man. And if you don't think it's weird, then, you know, keep watching the Kardashians. <laughs> Cause they're apparently fine. They're like, whatever. They're fine. Yeah. Dude. So they, they're immune. All that Botox, man, kept them immune, bro. <laughs> they're they're, they're immune already to, dead. I would say they're immune to everything, but I'm sure there's, there's something floating around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that they've oh, yeah. they've captured and, and shared amongst one another. I mean, they're they're a giving family. What can you say? No. Yeah, you can't beat herpes, bro. <laughs> you can't you can't outclap the clap, dude. Can't outclap the clap. No, you cannot, bro. You cannot. And now we got fucking like what uh, murderous hornets invading the. <laughs> the oh, you see that the, the the fucking murder hornets? That's ridiculous. Also made man. in China. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Oh, wait a minute. Was that was that was that? Was no, that that's, not politically correct? No, that that actually was that was actually a factual statement. So I guess you can't. Am I am I fired? Did I just get fired from my own band? <laughs> you're out. Okay, you're I, back in. But you're out. out. Now you're back in. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, man. I forgot, dude. I can't be dangerous in rock and roll anymore, man. It's horrible. Right? And that's some shit, dude. Yeah, I, like, and that's what that's how you and I bonded, bro. Remember, like, mm-hmm. we stole some golf carts and fucking drove around the goddamn the whole the whole thing at Rockfest, and then you know. You know, get kicked off a tour and banned from one festival. And the next thing you know, stole stole sounds like we didn't. There was no intent to return. There was intent to borrowed. return. It was borrowed. We borrowed it without sorry, without sorry. permission. It's you know, it's it's fine. You know, you know, it it got it made it back. I mean, <laughs> still, functionally, still a uh, Jimmy Duggan says avoid the clap. Yeah. Okay, I can't see them. Okay, I know so that's that's because I'm I got the I got the Twitch stream up. Thank you, by the way, all of you for uh, jumping on Twitch. Uh, people want to see concerts, Botox. Yeah, Botox. That's that's the cure, man. Everybody's gonna be going in, getting their face shot up or their ass shot up, make life better. Uh, oh, and, and by, oh yes, yeah, so and we were talking about uh, the drinking in the booth. That was uh, blame everything on Ryan. So we're gonna do that since he's not present. Hey, dude, it's it's all my brother's fault, bro. Every all of this is my brother's fault. Yeah. But how are you holding? Like, how are you holding I, up? Like, is like you're this whole sitch that's going on. You guys got a, a fucking killer single out right now. You know, I know you. I know you like being on the road. I know it's it's the 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 push and pull of being an artist. You know, you want to be home with the family, and it's great. But you also want to be out doing what you love to do and and showing them. You know, this is this is the way, as you know, the Mandalorian says uh, on <laughs> yeah, Star Wars Day, but. Uh, um, it, it, but are you like it's pretty wild, man? I, I haven't uh, I coops. So to be honest, man, I haven't, I haven't been this uh, dormant, um, in a decade. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been on tour since 2010. Um, and I mean, dude, I love my wife. I love my sons. They're they are the, they're the most beautiful thing mm. about me. You know, like even if the the songs that my brother and I write that we leave behind. If nobody hears them, if the next generation doesn't even know who the fuck otherwise is, you know, I'll have left these two beautiful human beings. And they are truly, as you know, mm-hmm. your father, and you can see you're a good dad, and you can see, you know, a good soul. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, man, you know, as my, I miss them so much. I miss them so dearly. I, like, I hurt when I'm on the road. I hurt, you know? But... Now I'm not on the road and I'm hurting to get back on the road. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, it's, it's fucked up, man. It's really fucked up, dude. Um, 
that, that is rock and roll, man. It's like, it's like the best and worst of both worlds. It's, it's the, the most uh, seductive mistress. Mm. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that about the road, about touring, about being, I mean, that's, you know, nobody, I don't want to say nobody, cause I'm sure there are bands that do it, but you guys aren't one of them. Um, you know, going in the studio, uh, writing, going in the studio, putting songs together, tracking all that stuff, putting an album out, um, you know, all that stuff is, is a part of, a part of the puzzle and it, it, you know, it's a necessity, but you know, when you first picked up an instrument or when you first started to sing, it was about being in front of people, you know, it was about the performance and it was about the energy of a crowd and it's about, you know, being out in, in, you know, at a festival, if it's open air, if you're in a small venue, it's, it's sweaty, rock and roll, dirty, filthy, you know, there's, there's a certain thing to it that, you know, that's why you, I imagine, you know, took your life from, you know, Dr. Adrian Patrick to, uh, you know, artist Adrian Patrick. It's, um, that's, that's where the, dude, are you psychic or something? Cause, uh, I mean, you know, I've been called psych. No, it wasn't psychic. It was something along those lines though, but no. (laughs) Oh, really? Wrong vowel sound. Yeah. Wrong, wrong vowel. Right. Right. Uh, dude, like seriously, like, you know, we have, uh, we have a, our family comes from, uh, or half of our family comes from a medicine background. Mm. And my brother and I always joke and we say that, you know, we're, you know, we, we come from a family of doctors and we're the only rockers in the family, you know, and, and you're absolutely right, man. It was that, you know, like being at the house of blues at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas on the floor and the fucking pit is going crazy mm-hmm. to POD sold out. The pit's going crazy to fucking rise against sold out. You know, we're, we're, they used to have these huge festivals in Vegas at, um, um, uh, at the silver bowl. The silver bowl was, uh, was where the, 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 Ra- the rebels used to play before mm-hmm. they built Raiders stadium. And they were, they were called OBC, which was our big concert. And, we would go down like, I mean, there would be, you know, 20,000 people in the stands and me and my homies and my, my baby brother, you know, who's almost a decade younger than me, we would go down into the, into the pit onto the field and we would jump into the mosh pit for hours on end. We would get mm-hmm. sprayed with acid. You know what I mean? Like we'd be drinking <laughs> other people's beers, you know, and we would just be, everybody would be in it. Mm-hmm. And that is what made, you know, that, without a doubt that is like that is what we wanted to be a part of mm-hmm. you know um and i don't know man i don't know if i, I don't know if, if it is rock and roll still that way i don't know i haven't been to coachella <laughs> you know i haven't been to bonnaroo i, right. I don't fucking know you know yeah. um that's how it was growing up in vegas dude you know mm-hmm. it was like you know thirty thousand people everybody is just on tilt you know mm-hmm. off off their fucking rockers and and it was it was beautiful it was a it was melodic it was aggressive it just wasn't all this bubblegum bullshit which is what apparently right uh, I, I you know i might be dating myself now i know are we going live on twitch yeah we <laughs> what's the twitch man i don't understand the twitch hey sometimes i have a twitch yeah but no, it's it, you know, uh, 
I don't know, man. You know, from from my perspective, I mean, I did 20 years in radio. Uh, majority of that spent in rock radio, and uh, majority of that spent. Uh, I don't want to say hand fed a playlist, but there there came a point in my career where I was like, no, I'm gonna I'm just gonna kind of do what I feel is the best for for my station, for my listeners, for you know my artists that that I have a relationship with that um I'm not saying that's why I got let go <laughs> but uh it it may have been on a on a laundry list Trouble of other things maker. rocking rocking the boat man don't rock the boat play shut up and play the hits coop rebel bro shut rebel up. without a clue bro I feel you the damn rebel got the rebel shirt rocking today man but it's uh oh there you go I I I feel like there is a a weird machine that exists inside of rock and roll. And, and you're probably you know a better uh, person to answer this, but there's so much. And I've, I've been blessed in the last year plus that I've been out of radio to really discover some fucking amazing music that I, I feel like I never would have encountered had I been in radio because it's not getting fed, uh, fed to me by a label or by an art or by a management or anybody else. It's just like pure, it's the pure nature of discovery of music and, and God, I found some amazing talent that's, that's out there. And I, for, give us, give us two recs. Who are your two, your two top recs right now? Dude, I just, I just found shit. Bishop, what the hell is her last name? I just literally just found the song like the other day. Um, hang on. Let me pull it up here since we're. And it didn't mean to put you on the spot. I know. No, I, no, like, it's all good. Like I just. Uh, I just found her the other day. Bishop Briggs, female artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, just, oh, uh, God, dude. Like, a voice, like, I can't, I can't even hear that voice being played on, on radio anywhere. But it's anywhere. one of the most fantastic, like, She's just, she's just too like she's too um like unique yeah you know the the music is is too different you know and it's not not different it's 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 got an old vibe to it but it's i don't know the vocal is just ridiculous on it I'll, I'll send you over the the single it, it, that i that i discovered and i was like holy shit this is yeah like lit and how did you find how did you how did you find her? It's like just randomly or no, I was I was fucking scamming through TikTok. Dude, so is that where it's like TikTok's the, the place now, huh? So I, I like Well uh the name uh, somebody asked me to say a name again. Uh Bishop Briggs. Bishop Briggs. Huh? Bishop Briggs. Yeah, I just said uh Jody asked me to say a name again. Uh that girl Bishop on Instagram. Um no, like TikTok is, you know, and I, I liken that to why I made the decision with, uh, you know, just talking to some people to jump on Twitch that like there is this whole, like this Twitch world, like right now in this, in this, not on this particular live video, but in this group of people that are just talking, there's like 500,000 people in this group right now, just watching videos of people talk. You know, on Twitch. On Twitch. I mean, this is my this 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 is my first time on Twitch, by the way. So, so my like, coop. So, like, am I supposed to now start a TikTok account and a Twitch to be a relevant artist? To be relevant, or like, I don't think that's I don't think it's the relevancy part of it. I think that I mean, 
TikTok is where the most played song of 2019 was basically discovered, and that was Old Town Road. And I mean, right. whatever you you know, personal feelings are about the song, but I mean, you want to talk about a way that an artist took, you know, what? I'll t- I'll, yeah, I mean, you can. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. I I do have. I mean, what are your feelings on that song? Like, you know, like. Uh, my feelings on the song. Um, you, like I you have. Gotta, a, you don't have to be completely honest. I have a a ten year old uh, who was nine, and that was played. A over lot and over, again, over right? and over and over again. Yes. And I was like, oh my God. It, I mean, it, it's when you hear it on repetition, I mean, it's, it's, a, it really at its point, it's a two minute and 13 second song with the same yeah. chorus three times. Yeah. You know, it's not, so, and then they added in, you know, obviously Billy Ray Cyrus jumped on board and it, and it gained some, uh, you know, recognition because country radio was like, we're not going to play this because it's hip hop. And, other country radio was like, well, we embrace, right, right, right. we're embracing everybody. But the, the, the story of the origin of the song is it was, you know, clipped at 15 seconds. You can do 15 second videos on, on TikTok, And that song was like blowing the fuck up. And then all of a sudden it got this whole, like, Hey, we're getting millions and millions of hits on this song on this app. And nobody in radio is touching it at all. And all of a sudden radio touches it and, you know, does what radio does and it burns to the fucking ground and you know and then the dude's up for grammys and stuff so it's just i think it's a different way i I discovered i'll tell you how i discovered that fucking song all right when i'm not touring and this is the first time i've like ever really like like you know like admitted to this Mm -hmm. like when i'm not touring i substitute teach back home in vegas Mm -hmm. so 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 i you know like it's a it's a you know I was thinking, I'm like, man, do I go back to the nightclubs? Do I go back into selling drugs again? You know, like what, what, like what can I do when I'm off of tour that has balance, you know, that has, yeah. that has, you know, that has some, you know, kind of, I want to give back to the community some way, you know, I've got kids <laughs> now, I've got two, two beautiful sons, right. you know, I like, like what can I do that's like somewhat respectful? Um, you know, although, you know, selling drugs in the club makes a lot more money. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, you know, going in, like so. My first, my first. Uh, I'm sure I'm probably gonna get fired now if anybody sees this. Um, but my first assignment, um, I took. Uh, it was a long term assignment. It was like two weeks at a at a, a middle school in Southern Highlands in Las Vegas, and all the. So I would say, look, if you guys, you know, I would come in every day, and I would tell these kids, hey, look, you guys, you know, you do your thing, do your work, you listen to me, you be respectful. Um, then we can listen to music when you want to listen to music, you know, get the work done. And without a doubt, they all wanted to fucking listen to old town road, man. And I was like, what is this? What is this, man? Like I never heard it. Never didn't even knew it existed until like a year and a half ago, you know, like yeah. if, if that, and it's, it's a Grammy nominated song. So like, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's, I think, you know, and I, hip hop has had a way of, and, and and I think rock and roll is behind the curve on it. I think that they're they're playing the same. You think, they're playing the you same. Think rock and roll is behind the the curve a little bit. Uh, well, a, little bit, a decade maybe. A bit. But they're playing the same. Let's just let, let's just play the same ten bands that we're gonna just keep playing for the rest of the next ten thousand years. No, dude. I think they have it mapped out. I think it's mapped out to the point where they go, okay, this band has three years left. Now we need to break a new band to be the next band that takes over for these 10. 
I do. I, do you, bro? Because I don't feel like there's any foresight in rock and roll radio, man. There's, I mean, oh, it's not radio. It's, you know, this is all this is all label, man. This has got nothing to do with, you know. We're just waiting. We're just waiting for. I mean, we were just waiting for the next, you know, X Y Z band well, song I mean, to get kicked out. Five singles off of yeah, off of one record. Right, but I mean, even even in that regard, you're still. I mean, if you listen to any major rock station, quote unquote, modern rock station, they're still playing. You know, and I don't want to just like rattle off bands and like insult people over here, but they're still playing the same fucking fifteen bands that mm-hmm. they were playing back in two thousand. Yep. You know, but they're like they're just playing their same, you know, their their new releases and then their their legacy, the legacy acts, the legacy acts, which right. is awesome. If you're a legacy act, fuck, I want to become a legacy act. Mm-hmm. But move those motherfuckers over to classic rock, dude. Pearl Jam's on classic rock. Right. Nirvana's on classic rock. Like, but there's but on modern rock, on the active rock stations, I don't know what it is, dude. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I feel like there's something about if you look at like hip hop and pop artists, their fans like kind of allow them to um, evolve. Yeah. You know, their fans, their fans embrace them, kind of changing. Not necessarily like I'm not saying like doing a complete 180 and like you know going from like a metal band and then becoming a polka band. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, dude, yeah. it might be a sore subject, but like the fucking backlash that Lincoln Park got on One More Light, mm. dude. You know, I, I, dude, I fucking love metal. I love, I love Metallica. I love Bullet for My Valentine. Mm. I love fucking Atreyu. You know, I, I, I love, I love heavy ass fucking music. I love, I love '90s rock. I love Rage Against the Machine. I love Lincoln Park. Like a thousand suns is one of the most underrated albums of all time. Mm. But then they put out a song, an album like One More Light, and and they get completely shit on. And yeah. it's like, I don't like hip hop fans and pop fans. They don't do that to their artists. But rock fans will totally be like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah. It's like, well, why are you doing that, dude? Like, why, why, why? Like, I don't. I've never understood that. You know. It's, I don't know, they, they want, and, and you're even talking about a group of people that is supposed to be this united front of rock fans. We're rock and roll, we're, you know, right. an, anti-establishment, you know, we're, you know, we're going to do, we're going to break the rules, we're going to be badasses, we're going to be, we're going to be a fucking Motley Crue video is what we're going to be, okay? That's what we're going to be. Right. We're just going to be crazy, dirty rock and roll and accepting, but then you start to break down that into segregated parts of like, okay, I only like this kind of rock and roll and I only like this kind right. of rock and roll. And then I like this. And now, now you try to format that in a radio station. That's why you have to play Pearl Jam and Nirvana and, you know, Metallica, which is awesome. which is great because you have to like have this, this glue that holds all this other crap together because people will like, okay, I'll, I'll sit through this song that I really don't like. Cause it's not my style of rock and roll just so I can get right. to the next song that I'm like, Oh yeah, I like that black album track. And then, Oh, here's a song I like, but hip hop. But, but and, and even pop, that you, oh, go ahead. Sorry. 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 No, I, they, but they're like, yeah, come out and do a, a song with this artist 
and then go and do a song that's heavy and then go do a song that's slow and then go do a song that could be yeah, considered yeah. A, a ballad. And they're like, yeah, dude, that guy's, that's, that's my, that's my dude. Like he can go and, cause I guess there's a weird understanding. Like you go through different emotions. Like you can feel one day, like, you know, the, the fuck the world, you know, anger. And you want to hear that angst in music, but there's also times in your life that you're like, you know what? I'm like, I'm like cool being chill and like hearing like a song that like gets me in the feels and, you know, and I'm okay with that coming from the same artist that also yesterday punched me in the face today can hit me in the right. feels and tomorrow can so, help me mow the lawn. But when, <laughs> exactly. So but when did that change though? Like when, when did bands, when could bands like Pearl Jam put out a song like fucking even flow and then also have a song like nothing man mm-hmm. and, and, and Nirvana can have, you know, obviously smells like teen spirit, mm-hmm. but then also, you know, no apologies. Like what, like, why was that okay for those bands? But now as we get into like, quote unquote, and I hate the term because I don't hate the term because I grew up with the term. Fuck that. I don't hate the term. Mm-hmm. But you get into post new metal mm-hmm. and now you can't, like all you can do is fucking scream all the time or you can only be aggressive all the time and not, and not be a rock band. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I've never understood that. And like, uh, you know, that was such a tragedy, man. Like what, like, yeah with one more light you know i mean that was that, that was my, my my main example but, but no i think shit. like you're saying dude like let's be humans like the rock and roll is about the human experience it's about the 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 the, the, the experience of, of 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 living and you're not always angry you're not always sad you're not always happy you're, you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's like why can't a band do that without getting shit on by a bunch of trolls like i don't no. i don't get it no I, I remember getting that lincoln park single when it came you know it obviously was blasted it, it was when when lincoln park came out with new music uh especially in in the last well the last record before chester it was like they sent out like notices every like week leading up to it like hey in three weeks there's going to be the new lincoln park in two weeks it's you no know, thursday morning 7 a.m i mean it was like timed release for new Lincoln park. And that song was the same way and it came out. And so we got it at 7am or whatever the scheduled time was. And I think with Lincoln park, if you actually listened to Lincoln park, if you listened mm-hmm. from hybrid theory to Meteora and you kind of, you went along, you knew this band was not the same band from album to album. They had, they had elements, but you, you listened to them evolve as artists and they always had a thousand sons is one of the most underrated albums of the last 20 years man that album is so fucking dynamic it's like it's like if the beatles knew how to play metal music and rap that's the kind of record (laughs) they would have made you know what i'm saying like like that album is is fucking it blew my mind i still listen to that record go dude i want to write a record like this if i like ever have to give up or quit or before i die i want to write a record like a thousand sons right you know i think everybody everybody wants lincoln park from the lincoln park aspect everybody wanted an in the end or a one step closer and that was kind of the you know even even when like you know bleed it out which is i just i 
jam on that too. And I'm running, man. That's just, I mean, the cadence, I'm just like, yeah, this is my, this is my shit right here. But everybody has like this, this foregone conclusion of what they want. They want this song to be. Guess who didn't, nobody, you know, we didn't give a fuck about what you thought about that song. Lincoln Park, they were like, here's what we're going to do now. And they didn't care. And when, I mean, then then that song hit and I was like, this is like a really good fucking song. And everybody else was like, um, this isn't, this isn't uh, one step closer. I'm like, no, because one step closer is one step closer. Right, There's, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, evolution. And, and you know, dude, Scoops, I might honestly be a little bit biased because, you know, we we were fortunate enough to at least meet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Chester and, and, and the guys, you know, like. So maybe I might be biased because they're super fucking cool dudes. Right. You know. But I mean, there's a lot of assholes in this fucking industry. You and I have talked about who shall remain nameless, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> who also, you know, unfortunately make decent music. So, yeah. like, I'm I'm not just biased to the Lincoln Park side of things because Man. they're cool guys. But it's, dude, it's it's the you know it was the, the human condition. I feel like bands like that who who challenged not only themselves, but also their genres and their own peers. Mm-hmm. Like those are the bands that I think should go down in history. No offense to the bands out there and you know who the fuck you are. No offense to those bands who keep putting out the same album and this, that sounds exactly like the last fucking album they put out mm. over and over and over and over again. No offense to you. If that's what's working for you, if that's what's putting money in your bank, I hope you sleep well at night. But I would rather die broke as fuck and mm-hmm. at least have like this, like, you know, uh, library, this, this, yeah. this catalog of, 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 of a real experience, not just, Hey, this is what works. I'm just going to keep doing this again and again and again, because right. these fuckers over here just keep buying it. You know, yeah. like, no man. Yeah. That's the machine. Uh, and I think the, the toughest part I think to swallow as, as a, just because I think the Lincoln Park story is so on point and 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 really broad in what you know the topic we're talking about is that mm-hmm. when Chester died, it was like, oh God, that was a great album. Oh, oh man, oh like this hindsight bullshit of uh oh man, you know what was really great about Lincoln Park is how they continue to evolve as as a band and they they always they never stayed the same. They always changed. I'm like, you were the same motherfuckers that were like, uh, don't play that song because it's way too yeah. soft for this shit. Yeah, don't don't jump yeah. on the bandwagon now that he's gone. Ridiculous. Yeah. We got some great comments oh, wow. over here. Uh, radio's painful. Hey Jody, I'm with you. That different different perspective, but I'm with you, girl. Um, I lose hours watching TikTok. I've done that too. Uh, yeah, need to, people want to hear something different instead of being forced right to what they think will work. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's the toughest part about trying to program a radio station is because parameters and all the other bullshit. I mean, I, I the fact the the thing I loved about how I ran things is I Adrian could call me and we could have a two-hour conversation about life in general and 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 what's what's going on and hey here's a track i want you to listen to it and uh and i did and i was like hey dude i want to i want to play this fucking song and 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 i did and that's and you did man i i've never forgotten that man and you know not a lot of guys do that um you know there's a lot of 
you know, people, again, like I started a rock and roll band because I thought by starting a rock and roll band, I wouldn't have to fucking answer to anybody. There'd be no rules, but right. there's a lot of, there's a lot of politics, man. Mm. And it, like, like a lot of bullshit politics involved in rock and roll and music. And, um, <clears throat> you're one of the few guys, man. Um, you know, when, when we were down and out and when we got a bad rap, you know, um, I came to you with a song. It's one of my still my, one of my favorite songs. I'm very very proud of it, and like I hope it never dies. Um, I came with came to you with uh, "Meet Me in the Dark." It mm-hmm. should have been our fucking third single off our second album. Yep. And you know, blah blah blah. Again, hindsight is twenty twenty. But you were one of the one of the like the handful of guys I can count on my hand who I came to and said, "Hey man, you know we got a bum rap. We got a lot of shit talked about us by another big band um, that didn't actually happen." Right. And uh, can you can you at least like help us keep this song, which was supposed to be our our third single? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you keep it help us keep it alive? And you played it, man, and and you did it, and um, you know, that's a that's a big part of why I'm here talking to you, man, because you're a real dude, and mm-hmm. you know, the and as you and I have discussed, um, uh, a backstage, you know, a lot of what you see on stage. And what you hear is a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Those people are not walking the walk that they talk on a stage, right? right. Um, and, uh, you know, I appreciate you so much for, you know, being honest and true to somebody like me who doesn't know how to do anything but be brutally honest, and to, like to my own detriment. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so thank you, Coops. Like, Seriously, man, I got your back. No, bro, I, I got yours as well. And I think that's, and you, you've you learned this uh, being on tour with bands. You've learned this being at festivals with bands. You've learned this just being in the in the industry for, you know, the better part of a decade. And there is a lot of, uh, a lot of fake. There's a lot of uh, pretend. Um, there's a lot of, after, after so many years, you develop uh, a decoder. And you're like, yeah, that dude's a bullshitometer. Uh, yeah, just yeah. Oh, 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 really? Yeah. Oh, you're now yeah, this. You're legit as as shit. Yeah. Um, and I can I can sniff it out, man. As soon as I see a band, dude, like after their first song, I'm like, I, I know if they're full of shit or not. You right. Know? Yeah. So. And I I, I get got that many years uh, being at Rockfest, being a, you know, ha- having the opportunity to interview a lot of bands and, and talk to them and and. Like there's ones that I, and I've said this before on, on this podcast many times, I'm like, there are the tangible bands, tangible human beings. And then there's, uh, the bands that are, that to me don't, they, they exist in kind of a, um, this televised world. Like you, you go to a show and you're, you're six feet back, or even if you're in the front row, you know, there's a distance. It's a, it's been rehearsed. It's the, the, everything is timed out. You, Oh, that that's cool. That goes up. Hey, everybody wants to have a big fucking stage show and I get it. And it's choreographed and it's good night and it's on the bus and it's to the next town. The, the trucks go ahead of it. And you're like, I watch people as they watch bands like that. And I go, wow, you're just like really being force fed some stuff. And you're buying meet and greet passes or joining their, their fan club for, Thirty nine ninety nine, and you're like, I don't. Well, I mean, you got to make a living. I, I mean, I understand I, that. I get that, but but 
to not be able to actually like it feels like they don't actually feel the music and i think that's why the bands that i'm a fan of like okay i, I feel that song you know and wh- however you wrote it whatever you intended it for you know whatever emotion you were going through um it may not be the same as how i interpret it but it gives me a feeling in it and it, it i relate to it and therefore relate to you as an artist and then there's some shit i'm like huh like i don't like that dude obviously did not write that song. Like that is not like no, no. This is you know, somebody put this in the algorithm and it spat out. Here's what you should do, and then do a cover song, and then come back and do another song that somebody else wrote. <laughs> oh man, that's why I love you, Coos. That's what I you should mean, do. Yeah, like, you know, again, like you, like you, you kind of nail it on the head, dude. You know, everybody wants to have a big, giant, fucking mm-hmm. stage production, right? I mean, it would it would be my, you know, at, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, but uh, I, I would like to have like you know a giant stage production, you know, and have fucking laser beams and pyro and a fucking uh, 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 what do they call it? A, a fountain. Um, it's a fountain machine that spits the, the fireworks Spike, you know, over sparks, the front of the stage. Sparks fly in, fucking the spark, the spark <sighs> yeah, spark fountain. That's a yeah. spark spark fountain machine. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, you know, I, I would like to have all that, you know, but. When you come off the stage, don't act like you're just always floating around in a fucking cloud of mist. You know what I'm right. saying? You're you're not. Yeah. Like even Prince wasn't. Prince <laughs> died in his fucking elevator by himself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like like get up, like okay, put the show on. I get that, but then like when you're backstage and you're talking to your fans and your other art and other artists, like. Don't pretend to be something that you're not because you're clearly pretending to be that on stage, right. which is fine. Like, I, I mean, I, again, my brother and I, we grew up in the era of, again, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, Rage mm. Against the Machine, NWA, like, like dudes just on a stage fucking throwing down, saying what they believe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, which, you know, which is, okay, maybe that time has passed and maybe we need to, you know, come into a new era of theatrics but all right like once you're you know get up don't act like a fucking the, the queen of shiva when you get off the <laughs> fucking stage motherfucker you know what i'm saying because you're not dude no you know like yeah so who do, who do you who do you like right now like who are the artists that are out there that you're like you know yeah they're shit like they're they're like you feel it I, or, dude i really i'm you know the more i listen to bad wolves you know mm-hmm. and the more i've gotten you know um, you know, uh, Tommy and Doc and, you know, uh, John and I did a couple demos a long time ago. Um, you know, those guys, you know, those guys are just dudes up on a stage playing fucking music. Mm-hmm. You know, they're heavy, they're mel- melodic, they're aggressive, they're, they're, they're chill. You know, it's like, you know, I relate to that, you know, um, uh, really uh, i mean other than that dude if i were to tell you who i actually listen to all your all the hard rock fans would be like god oh, fuck this guy and then i'm like i literally i i had glitch mob on alexa as we were like right before we, we got on nice. this call you know um dude i stopped caring and i man, as soon as i got out and i didn't have to like be rock radio guy i'm like I don't give a fuck. I'm listening to Johnny like last night or uh, Saturday night. I had I had Zeb, my buddy Zeb, on from Screaming for Silence, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go listen to some fucking Johnny Cash, like just like old school like B B cuts like for hours. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then like this morning I had like 
Yellow Wolf was playing, and then later on, it's you know just the you know the Bishop Briggs, and I'm like, like it's just I can be so eclectic with stuff because I I stop you know I don't have to be stop you I stop caring and that exactly. I know what you're saying, dude. Yeah. You know, I know exactly what you're saying. You stopped having to be corporate radio. And it's like, I, I wish I stopped having to be a, a corporate rock and roll band. But at the same time, you yeah. know, I'm not at, I'm not at nine inch nail status. So I can't <laughs> do whatever, can do whatever the fuck I want. Now. I don't need to even stand on the stage, yeah. man. I'll stand behind the motherfucker. Oh, that's tool. Never mind. That's <laughs> I, t- I can take 13 years to make a record. I don't give a fuck. I got yeah, time. I don't give a fuck. I got time I can and take money. 13 years to make a shitty record. Oh, sorry, that's it. I'm kidding. I'm hey, kidding. Hey, that that shit hit after I was out, so I haven't uh, I haven't spent any time with it. So, yeah, so I'm much good kidding. music see, out now, there. See, see how the see how the, the pot calls the kettle black. No, because, look at this. Yeah, I became I became exactly the person I was talking about not becoming. No, dude, so you're you're fucking forthright with it. Jody's jamming out to Hanson sometimes. We got Mike. Mike's jamming on Sinatra vinyl. Damn, dude. Oh, dude. Love it. Sinatra's the jam, bro. Oh. All day, every day, bro. Oh. So much good music. There, Even, that's the thing. There's so much it, good it, talent out there that's not being treated well. How about that? Well, <laughs> not being treated well. well good talent. Well, dude, Coop, you, you got to fix that, brother, right? I'm trying, dude. You know, I'm on Twitch now, so, like, shit's about to go next level. <laughs> you know? You're twitching, dude. I'm twitching. Like, it's fine. You're twitching, dog. It's fine. That's That's just the fucking quarantine. <laughs> it's the COVID, man. The COVID gives me the twitch. COVID, bro. I got the uh, COVID twitch, dog. Uh, I got that COVID twitch. But you guys, uh, I was listening to Crossfire over and over and over again because it it's amazing, like how fucking pretty good. How, how fucking relevant all of it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, again, it's like one of those songs that you like you write and you put together and you let out, and then all of a sudden it goes, holy shit! Like you've just like eight ball corner pocketed the exact thing that we're kind of yeah, man. dealing with right now. You know, we, we wrote that with a, with a couple of cats in Vegas. Uh, they're named Curtis and Rob from black light productions. And, uh, um, uh, so to, you know, the, the one, the one, like the one criticism that, that I did see, which I can also hear, um, uh, some of the comments were like, Oh, this sounds like mantra by, uh, bring me the horizon. But if I showed everybody the date, the email dates on the song the, right. for the original demo, like Mantra, nobody nobody had heard that song. It had been released. Like right. We cut that song like a year before that song came out, right? So mm. so even for me as like as a writer, sometimes I go, well, oh, well, that, that sounds just like this other fucking song that this guy wrote. And like, <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Maybe Maybe they had the same idea, but they were just, you know, it's just, it's just dependent on you know, timing and politics and business and, you know, like, right. um, but that being said, the, 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 the subject matter of, of Crossfire was, was very, you know, I feel like it's, uh, I, I feel like Casey Jones at the fucking, the, the at home plate. I'm like, I need to, I need right. to hit a fucking grand slam, dude, you know, and yeah. I'm not going to hold back anymore. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, for lack of a better term, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be corporate anymore. Um, and, uh, that song in particular was kind of, you know, I mean, that kind of was specifically written as like 
you know, uh, an allegory to our, our experience in the music industry, mm -hmm. like, but using the political landscape as an, like, a, as the allegory right. for our experience. Um, and, and then, I mean, we really wanted that to be the, the, the lead single. My mm -hmm. brother, my brother Ryan was like, dude, this song is so fucking good. It should be the first single. Um, and, I guess it's kind of like providence or synchronicity or whatever you want to call it that the song and what we're singing about, what we're saying, like actually lends itself to the, the visual of the video, mm, which is yeah. the empty streets of Las Vegas, you know, and, you know, full credit goes to our, our videographer, our, our tour mate, Larry Hinson with kill pop media. I mean, before we even knew that, dude, Coops, before we even knew that Crossfire was going to be the, the next single, mm -hmm. we said to Larry, we said, dude, you got to go out there, man. You got to go. When they announced the fucking shutdown and they were mm -hmm. like, and, and, and Governor Sisolak was like, you know, we're done. We're going to shut everything down. Um, when they announced that, the, like the first, one of the first things me and my, my brother said to, to Larry Henson was like, dude, you got to go. Go out there. Go get footage of it, man. Right. Like just go document it because hopefully, knock on wood, we'll never see that again in our lifetime. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he went out there, man, and he just, dude, you know, it's crazy. Like I've, <laughs> I've never, like I, I kind of got a little. The first time I, the first time I watched the the, the first edit, you know, I, I got a little emotional, man. Um, there's a, a shot where Larry kind of takes the drone through the. Uh, the 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 uh the empty valet at the, at the paris um and i've had a lot of good times in paris you know i grew up in vegas i i, I lived and bled and almost died on those streets mm -hmm. like literally um so it, it was it was very emotional for me to see the city that way because i'm i didn't even get to see it with my own two eyes you know i'm, right. I'm here in upstate new york with my, with my wife and sons mm -hmm. um while she's finishing nursing school and I don't know. It's something where it's like I kind of wish I'd seen it with my own two eyes, but maybe at the same time I'm I'm, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. You know, my if you check out my brother's Instagram story, he just did a uh, fucking bike ride like down the strip with his girlfriend yesterday, and there was other bicyclists out there, but it's just it's eerie, man. It's eerie as fuck. I yeah. Mean, you just watch. I mean, that was the first footage I saw of of Vegas. I mean, there's been you know stuff from New York that they put out. Um, but I hadn't, I think they did a, a drone footage over Vegas at one point in some, when I, until, while I was still watching the news until I quit that shit. But man, I mean, that video just, it, it's eerie. I mean, it looks like the fucking apocalypse. I mean, it, it, that's how a division, like if everybody, all of us, if Thanos snapped his fingers and everybody fucking vanished. That's just, just what it would look like. The Vegas Strip, yeah, you yeah. Know? It's just and, gone. It was the like, it. It gave me an eerie, like you know, I'm this. The song is playing, and you're just like, that's really fucking weird. Like this, this is yeah, like, this is Vegas. Like there's where are where are all the people? Where where are, for me? Where are the hookers? I mean, I'm just asking for a friend, you know, because he's in. <laughs> he's, well, I mean, they're doing they're doing drive through stripper, uh, you know, uh, strip clubs. Now, I, so I saw that. That's a 
amazing or uh, innovative or I don't know. <laughs> or they, disgusting. Uh, it's or one of the like two. A... I can't, I haven't quite put my finger on that. I saw there was a, there was a place somewhere. I'm not sure what city it was in, but they did, uh, they were doing now food delivery. They're, they're doing it in Vegas too. I think. Are, do, are sure they doing food deliveries did. there? Have oh, your yeah, food, food delivered food by strippers? So. Oh no. <sighs> uh, rock. Rock MT23 says, hey, AP, uh, it's, it's tough to see. Yeah, that video was tough uh, just seeing that. Um, Jody wishes he was at the Hard Rock. I think we all wish we were at the Hard Rock at this point. Yeah, Dude, you know what? Uh, we're, Shannon, my brother and I were – it's weird, dude. That's another Shannon weird says thing. Hi. Hi, Shannon. The, the, another weird thing is my brother and I were, like, fortunate enough and honored to uh, play the last weekend at the Hard Rock Hotel in mm-hmm. Vegas, right? Like, we got – so we all we did we did our, our we 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 do an annual uh, holiday show in Vegas the, the the hometown holiday thrown out in Vegas like, like usually we try to shoot between like Christmas and New Year's or you know like bef- just before Christmas or just after New Year some sometime in that two week period like give, right. you know give people something to do um, if you know they're you know done with their holiday festivities right. And we've done it for the last five, six years, and it's been, you know, a great success, a lot a good turnout, you know, every year. Um, and this last year we did it, and it was awesome. Um, and then, you know, the, the higher-ups at the Hard Rock, um, our buddy Andrew Courtney, uh, what, he, he's the talent buyer up there. He's like, you know, we, I talked to all the executives. They want you to come back, um, you know, and play the closing weekend. So we actually got to do the farewell toast. Uh, we played an acoustic set um mm. in uh the iconic hard rock hotel the last time we'll ever play at the hard rock hotel in las vegas um just literally like just before this pandemic set it so it was like crazy close down the hard rock and the hard rock if you grew up in vegas dude like if you there was okay so if you were going anywhere in vegas bro, if you were going to go do anything in vegas it was like plans started it would be meet me at the center bar at the hard rock and we'll go from there. Right. Meet me at the center bar at the hard rock and we'll figure it out. We'll go from there. And I mean, that's, that's so many epic nights, man. I like, you know, evolved, emanated from that place. And mm-hmm. I mean, that was a place that like inspired, like part of the inspiration to be in a fucking rock and roll band, you yeah. know, like, and uh, we were fortunate enough to like, you know, to shut it down this year. It was just before the pandemic set in. So <laughs> right before it was uh, going to have to be shut down. Anyway, by the yeah, government. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's Alexa, wild too. Yelling at the robots again, man. Yelling at these goddamn robots, man. <laughs> we live in a day and age where we can't go anywhere. We can just stay home and yell at the kids and yell at our robots. That's where we are. That's the <laughs> fucking, that's 2020. You know, I was hoping we were going to have like, flying cars and hoverboards and shit but that didn't work out yeah where's my where's my goddamn hoverboard man i know they have them but that ain't it that's not what marty mcfly was cruising on man that's some bullshit (laughs) right you remember you remember seeing that shit being like dude that looks that looks totally real i remember asking my mom and dad can you get me a a hoverboard for christmas (laughs) and they didn't what's up kiddo all right don't do it loud come here it's just bedtime huh how are you doing time for bed you're lucky can you, can you hear him yeah. oh, can, can you hear me can you hear me now how's that is that better can you hear cooper 
Daddy, I want it in my ear. I'll, I'll <laughs> I can't get it all the way in here. You have a little. Yeah, ear. you got little ears. Yeah, I got the same thing with my kid. I'm like here, and then it hurts. And can you hear him now? Can you hear me now? Okay. So, so Cooper is in Wisconsin. Daddy, Linko and Anna work. Say what? Let go and it, Alexa, turn off. Let go and it'll stay in my ear. I don't think it's going to stay in your little ear, bro. It's not going to. Watch. It's not. We're watching. I'm watching. Is it going to stay? No, it's not going to stay in. It's not staying in Coops. Can you still hear Coops? Can you still hear me? Oh, yeah. You can. Yeah, we're we're still, we're on point. Look, so, so look at Cooper's beard. You see Cooper's beard? (laughs) Now he, he, so he thinks, so big brother, this is big brother. Wait, 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 don't move. Don't, dude, the people are looking. Uh, so so Adigan thinks I should keep my beard, but his baby brother Callan thinks I should shave my Corona beard. I don't know what I should do yet. I think keep it. What do you think? I got this. Yeah. Oh, you got that. He's got this. That's what he thinks. That's good. Cool. Scar. I think that. I like that. I like the way you roll. Yeah, and it can make noise. can make noise. And a hug. I know. Toys that make noise, that's what makes the world go around. Toys that make noise. All right, is it bedtime now? Yeah. Okay. All right. Will you say okay? Will you say bye to Mr. Cooper? Bye, Mr. Cooper. Bye, bud. Sleep well. Someday your ears will grow big enough. You'll have you'll have earplugs in there all day. You'll just that's all you'll be doing. Dude, that's what I I wish I'd done that, man. My tinnitus is killing me, dude. All right, but I got to put this little man yeah. to bed, my man. It's all good, man. Hey, I, I appreciate the time and the great conversation. I, I want to have you back on. We can talk about stuff. Uh, yeah. We got a bunch of everybody saying hi. Uh, keep, keep, we, got, we got some people voting for the beard. Keep the beard. Uh, yes. A lot of love to Adigan. A lot of love. And it's awesome, brother. No, thank you. Let's get oh, you man. back. Let's Peace get you back on here sometime and uh, stay in touch. I love you. Give me a holler sometime. It's always a pleasure, man. And I thank you, bro. And I appreciate you, dude, um, for being real. Um, and uh, it's a lot of fun, dude. Hey, it's life, Let's brother. For life. All as, right. As Fuck they say. Corona. Fuck. <laughs> hey, hey, what? Hey, what? Hey, what? Say, what did, say quarantine. What do we say? Quarantine sucks. Say it loud. Quarantine sucks. Quarantine sucks. That is amazing. I love it. I love you, brother. My best to you and your family. Take care of yourselves. Let's stay in touch, man. All right, man. Be well. All right, man. My dude, Adrian Patrick from Otherwise. Putting the kids to bed. That was adorable. Man, if you you didn't watch that live stream, you missed out. That was fun Uh, when one of his little kids jumped on. That was badass. Uh, If you want to, by the way, when we, uh, we do the live stream, okay? So I'll walk you kind of through this so we'll do the live stream on twitch uh which is twitch.tv slash no limit cooper if you have the app or if you want to download the twitch app you can do that in uh, your app store uh, whichever one you have uh, make sure you follow no limit cooper search and then follow and so we stream the podcast live so we're having the conversation you can see both of us we're chatting back and forth and crazy things happen that maybe not make a whole lot of sense during the audio portion of it but whatever use your visualization skills and then we take that video once it's done and we put it up on YouTube so you can watch it actually uh, after the fact on YouTube. And that's just uh, 
youtube.com slash Cooperville. You can check that out. We are on all the social medias and would appreciate a follow if you want to kind of keep up with what the show's got going on, what we got coming up. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, obviously mentioned Twitch. My personal Instagram account is at No Limit Cooper Official. Follow me for all my crazy antics and my life and the kid and the dog and a partridge in a pear tree during uh, during quarantine and beyond. So, uh, And wherever you're listening to the podcast, whichever platform, uh, Apple Music or uh Google Music, or also we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, wherever you're listening, make sure you subscribe so every time we drop a new episode, uh, you get an update and you can listen at your leisure. It's a great thing about podcasts. It's it's on demand. It's on your time. And if you have a lot of it, well, there's 55 of them you can catch up on if you've missed any of the episodes. Uh, I appreciate you for listening. I would give you, uh, we can't high five, we can't hug, um, nucks, can't nucks either. Um, I'll blow you kisses. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves.